Uh, I, I blame Discovery D. I blame Discovery D for everything. I can't wait for it to die. Clearly, we need to do another tech podcast. I have a million things we could always talk about. <laughs> and next week is WWDC, so, I mean, or Ooh. or two weeks, two weeks from now. Yeah, that's right. It's on my calendar, but it's in the, of course, of course it is. I mean, keynotes go on the calendar. Yeah. Um, I didn't make my bingo yet. Oh, you need to work on that. Yeah. It's important. It is important. I haven't won ever. So, uh, one of our good friends, uh, our friends inside the computer, um, was fortunate enough to be able to go to Google I.O. this year, and she was super excited, and it was what she was expecting it to be super awesome, and she's been having, um, judging from her tweets, she's been having a pretty decent time there, except for one incident that she told us about um, earlier today. So, evidently, she was at a party, and... uh, she was talking to somebody that she had met um, earlier in the day when she picked up her badge, and this dude who was with the woman that she knew was like, your name means flower. I bet you smell as good as a flower. And then he grabbed a piece of her hair and he sniffed it. (laughs) Which is, like, so unbelievably, completely, ridiculously just outrageous behavior. And she, of course, was just, like, paralyzed with what the fuckery. Because, like, I mean, I would like to say that I would immediately yell at the guy, but I'm not sure I would. Um, Luckily, the woman that he was with, uh, and I don't know if that means with, with, or just, you know, standing next to, was like, let's go, and kind of took him away from the situation. But... what the hell yeah and that would be one thing except slightly later on this same morning in comes a tweet from I I don't remember you'll have to dig it up but um, from the from what I guess this is the uh, the IO app you know for conference attendees the uh, person who tweeted it is named Kelly Ellis um, at just Kelly underscore OK. <laughs> That's a great handle. I like it. I like yeah. it. Good work, Kelly. Yeah. Uh, OK, so here it is. It says, speak up if you hear something. Harassment is not tolerated and you are empowered to politely engage when you or others are disrespected. Also, assume positive intent. The person making you feel uncomfortable may not be aware of what they are doing, and politely bringing their behavior to their attention is encouraged. Oh, Google. Yeah. Uh, this... What? Okay. <sighs> I mean, that's not how I would read it. I would say, um... Let's see. <laughs> you are empowered to politely engage when you or others are disrespected. Assume positive intent. Because that's preposterous. This is how harassers get away with harassing. This is how they this is how not to transform a harasser into somebody who doesn't harass you. If the entire culture is instructed to just assume that they're just like, oh, don't worry, they're just socially awkward. Like, I'm sorry, actually physically touching another person is not excusable by oh he's just socially awkward he doesn't know any better really where was he in first grade was he brought up on this planet 
because where I'm from, we don't do that sort of thing. And there's a whole, like, and this is not, I mean, this particular incident is an isolated incident because it's just the incident that we were told about, but this kind of thing happens not infrequently to women. These random weird dudes at cons feel entitled not just to, to touch women, to, to, you know, talk to them when they obviously don't want them talking to when they obviously don't want to be talked to, to follow them, to butt in on conversations, to and like, guys, cut it out for real. Don't it's be not creepy. okay. Don't be creepy. And like one of my um, Twitter, I have a lot of feelings about this, so I'm gonna stomp all over Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, one of my Twitter followers was like, "I'm a socially awkward guy, so I stand in the corner with my drink. I don't go around grabbing women's hair." And I'm like. I know, because you're not a creep. Like, how do you even get an idea like that? First of all, the whole line about, I bet you smell like a flower is super weird. Like, if that's the best line you can come up with, maybe shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, you'd think someone that spends all day on the internet can research better pickup techniques. Right. (laughs) Although, apparently, the pickup artist community, all they have is insult a woman until she likes you and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, nigging. Yeah, nagging, ne- ne- yes. Uh, nagging, I mean, not to sound defensive, mm-hmm. uh, but nagging is intended to target the arrogant cheerleader type. Okay. Yeah. It's still it, gross. It, yeah. It's just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a weird and scary place, and it's full of people like this who then... I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know where this mindset comes from. And whoever wrote that policy for Google should be fired because that's completely outrageous. And in fact, that, I, that's I, what <laughs> not that's what nine dudes in a room of ten write. You, I mean, probably. Um, although some other um, some woman on Twitter who was speaking as if she were involved in writing this um, policy said that. Uh, let me see if I can dig it up. Okay, she says, uh, I understand how this can feel like it puts the onus on the person who is feeling uncomfortable. What we're encouraging with this statement is to reflect on the situation and the person before reacting. This phrasing is about responding instead of reacting, because assuming positive intent de-escalates the situation temporarily. Uh, As previously mentioned, anyone at any time can also report any behavior by talking directly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Okay... That's all well and good, um, but, (laughs) you know, de-escalating is not what needs to happen when somebody grabs a piece of your hair and sniffs it. What needs to happen is that dude gets yelled at real good, and that's, I I think that I have enough, like, mental practice, like, like, imaginary practice, Mm. that I would turn around and yell at any dude, although I'm, like, way too like tall and old and big to nobody's probably nobody's ever going to mess with me like that um p- 
people like to pick on my smaller uh, co-workers and I like I want to give a seminar on how to be scary and mean because I feel like my ability to be scary and mean really really prevents a lot of this kind of bullshit and it's not your responsibility to not be harassed less I mean let's nobody think that I'm saying that because I'm not that's total bullshit however I want I want every woman to be able to react to this kind of thing with yelling and maybe a little bit of hitting you know because these dudes have got to learn that their behavior is not okay and wishy-washy policies like assume positive intent oh he was just paying you a compliment uh no he was being a creepy guy who is harassing a woman there's a difference between inviting women to something and being inviting to women (laughs) That's very true. You know, if you just have, um, if you have the same toxic atmosphere and you just send out a bunch of free invites to get your percentage of women up to something like 10, yeah. uh, we yeah. had, we have this discussion every single time we watch an Apple keynote, how you yep. know, the first time there's a woman on stage, it's the goddamn model. I know. Uh, and I specifically told, I tweeted at Tim. Ahead of time. Actually, I know, yeah. like the the day before, that I wanted to see at least one woman on the stage, and it had better not be a model. And I just, I couldn't believe it when freaking Christy Turlington walks on to stage. I'm like, I said not a model! Um, and she's, and oh, blah, 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 she's a philanthropist now. No, she's famous for being a model. And, okay, so to Google's credit, they do have at least some women who are going on stage and important roles and doing things and that's great but they really do need to work on this kind of crap too because women are getting harassed and in fact um there was a a women uh going to google io slack um group that was set up so that you know the women going to google io could could talk about it and you know strategies and you know where things are and what to do and uh probably I mean, I'm obviously I'm not in the group because I didn't go and had no interest in going. Um, I bet they had a whole room dedicated to strategies for dealing with this kind of thing because this kind of thing happens at every every conference in a quote unquote male dominated industry like technology. You're there's like so many creepy dudes who feel entitled to women's time, to women's space, to women's attention, and to women's bodies. And it's totally gross and creepy, and we really need to do something about it. First of all, I was going to say in the uh, male equivalent of that room, but that would just be the Slack group for (laughs) men who... uh, people who are attending google io that's like 90 percent of other slack rooms like in existence probably yeah um (laughs) where was i going with this oh oh you uh (laughs) you you wouldn't have that topic of like how do how do i deal with bullying at this thing because your tech conference is probably like the one time a dork doesn't have to deal with bullying during the year well, I don't know. Some woman might say, I don't want to talk to you, which is the harshest Oppression. form of bully. I know, right? <laughs> like, it, and, but on, like, I'm nobody, so I don't, I didn't get a whole lot of this, but 
pretty much every time women are publicly speaking about how they wish that men would not be creepy, men get all offended and they're like, we're just trying to be nice to you. And it's, and it's total bullshit. And it's every fucking time. Um, except, you know, me, because I'm nobody on Twitter. That's fine. Although, <laughs> uh, I did get this weird, like, a couple people retweeted my treat- tweet about that. And after one woman did, this weird dude, like, chimes in with, and it was just like, it was super strange. So the, so the dude tweets, uh, my wife makes me smell her hair, especially when she didn't wash it for several days. I humor her. And I'm like, not the same thing. No. What the <laughs> fuck? Why? What? How does this even speak to I what? So I like I like wrote and deleted like 20 tweets in reply to that. And I finally settled on question mark, question mark, question mark, because I was like, I am speechless. And the dude is he replies, yes, sorry, TMI. I think I meant to say that smelling of hair is a very intimate act. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we considered it harassment. But this dude, like, he felt compelled to chime in because he had some input, and I'm like, so I mean, I didn't reply to him after that because I still like wish he would go away, <laughs> like take a long walk off a short pier, go away. But like, and he's like, just. This and this is. I'm sure he would describe himself as a nice guy and a well-meaning guy. And I'm like, and some woman married him, so he's not a total monster, presumably. But because that's how like, that works. <laughs> it has well, nothing to do with being over thirty and fearing dying alone. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm like, I, I was super creeped out by that first tweet because why is this man inserting himself? into a group of women's conversation about the problem of harassment with a statement about smelling his wife's dirty hair. I'm like, that's really, you're, you're a creep. Welcome to the League of Creepers. Because that's just weird. Like, we have failed as a society. We have failed a whole large group of men who have grown up not socialized. Like... How did this, how did this happen? How did, did they, did their, I mean, I guess it's because they lived so much of their lives online that their mothers didn't know about it to tell them, hey, knock that the fuck off. This is like probably my cursiest ruffled feathers ever. I bet I could trace this back to Reagan. Want me to try? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sure. (laughs) Okay. Um, we've all seen the graph of gender participation in computer science you want right. to guess when it starts plummeting? Ooh, ooh, the 80s. <laughs> yeah. That's just correlation. I'll, I'd, I'd have to... <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not causative. I, I think it had a lot more to do with when um, computer science became a lot more about math and computability theory, and a lot of the women programmers were programmers. They made computers do things, but they weren't like sitting there and calculating runtimes necessarily they didn't have you know oh no they 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 were uh did you know computer used to be a job that was a field dominated by women right the actual like running computations yeah but were they doing like serious like that nonsense math that 
totally bored me when I was in CS? Of course. Oh, okay. Cool. I did not know that. <laughs> That's the fun math. I don't know. I read that somewhere that it was like, well, when it became more about math, then the women couldn't. Okay, so that was bullshit too. Good to now, know. Well, that that just sounds like more perpetuating the stereotype of women don't like math. You know, it kind of does. I mean, I personally. I mean, it's okay the- that Jessica doesn't like math, but it's what the hell was that? I kicked the mic stand. Oh, okay. I fidget. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's okay that <laughs> Jessica doesn't like math and is a woman. But uh, as usual, we have an XKCD comic to refer to. Of course and we do. It's the one where uh, it shows one panel of a guy getting a math problem wrong. And the other person in frame says, wow, you suck at math. And then it shows a stick figure with a ponytail getting a math problem wrong and the other stick figure says wow girls suck at math yeah and that's totally what happens it which is super weird like i mean we're half the population how do you extrapolate about all of us from one of us it's crazy that women are a minority we're half actually slightly more than half the freaking planet yep but a quote-unquote minority now, it's all very infuriating. Uh, I <laughs> So, for most of my life, I've been... I did a lot of things that were more dominated by women. So, not only was I in band, but I was a woodwind player. Mm. So, by the time I got to senior year of high school, during our small group lesson time, I was literally one guy in a room of about... 17 women Hmm. Um, and then I said you know what I'm going to go to engineering school (laughs) and you know I was it was exactly as you would expect it to be freshman year there's about 10% women and then that gets knocked down to between you know 4 and 5 depending on which, uh, which major in engineering and most of them leaving for other departments yeah and um my wife can tell you all sorts of stories she encountered during uh a computer science class she took Hmm, where there's just you know all this arrogant dude bro culture where it's like despite the fact that we're all here to learn um not having already knowing everything in the class is just ridiculed and just you know just just little to no help offered and just the whole making her feel inferior because this was her introduction to computer science as the course was named i know i had the same experience it's actually kind of weird i took my first cs class at um claremont mckenna college which um is just and it was in the math department and it was kind of lame but it was convenient for my schedule so that's the intro to cs class i took and i actually got the oh you're not like the other girls treatment because i you know was 
smarter than the boys and better at everything than they were. So hmm. so they assumed that I was, you know, okay at things. I was almost as good as they were. When in fact, I mean, come on, I was the top student in that class, which isn't saying a whole lot because again, this wasn't like... The, the, uh, the real this, one. Right. This yeah. was like CS for physics majors or whatever. They were yeah. required to take some. So, you know, it was, it was whatever, Java. Um and meanwhile, there were, I think, four other girls in the class. And so it came time to do the final project. And it was a group project, so people had to choose their groups. And the two um, two of the smarter boys in the class, like, asked me to join their group. And at the time, I was a terrible person because this was only 2003 or so, maybe 2002. So I was like so happy. I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to work with those girls because I, I had internalized all of this sexism, even though I went to a women's college. It was really shitty. Of course, I mean... <laughs> We were all terrible people back in 2000. <laughs> it was just a bad time for it, and, and yet better than the times that had come before it, ironically. Um, but oddly enough, when I switched, um, I took my next couple of CS classes at Harvey Mudd, which is a hardcore engineering school, but there was actually way less sexism there. The professors were great. One of the best um, gruders, which is a grader slash tutor, was um, a woman, and she was so smart. I think she works, uh, she started working for Microsoft. I don't know where she is now, probably doing something amazing somewhere. She was just so great, and she was such a good, like, tutor she was just really she made me understand <laughs> recursion in a way that I was completely because like it it was like evil black magic I couldn't wrap my brain around it but <laughs> she explained it in a way that like and I've forgotten it since then <laughs> unfortunately I've forgotten a lot of things since 2002 um but she was just amazing and and she was a girl and there were other girls in the classes and they were really great too and you know and it was fine and in fact harvey mudd um, now is one of the engineering type schools with one of the highest percentages of women the the president of the college is a woman and they've really done a lot of good work in making harvey mudd welcoming to women so they're going to be putting out some amazing female programmers if if you think that it's impossible to hire good women coders like hook up with the career center at harvey mudd college because they are some hardcore awesome women coming out of there there you go there's your tip tech hirers i bet they did slightly more than offering free admission to women uh yeah <laughs> There's a little more to it, to creating. I mean, and the faculty were always great. I never, like, felt unwelcome. from, And, and they were super enthusiastic because, I mean, Harvey Mudd is a great place to be a faculty member. Um, you're teaching only smart people and me. Uh, <laughs> I was super dumb, like, compared to a lot of the other students because I, whatever, I didn't have much of a background and I didn't feel like I could do this stuff and I didn't have all of the math um, because in high school I was sort of not I was actually probably the best uh, I had the highest math aptitude in my high school graduating class but nobody like cared <laughs> I guess because I was a girl or whatever I, I mean I can only imagine it's because I'm a girl I don't know. So that was super lame, and it kind of set me up for a lifetime of 
I mean, I did okay. I figured out that uh, actually I could do geek stuff really well eventually, but I was totally socialized, first of all. I was socialized to think that girls aren't good at anything. That's why when I was in that CS class, I was like, ugh, those girls suck at this, but I'm special. (laughs) And that's horrible. And I apologize to every other woman on the planet, and particularly those other women in my class, because that was just bullshit. That was total bullshit. (laughs) But you admit it. You own up to it. I do. You don't pretend you had positive intentions. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope nobody in- nobody assumed I had positive intentions, because I didn't. My intentions were to set myself apart at the expense of other women, and it was, st- it was so stupid. It was stupid nonsense. Positive intentions. Okay, first of all, they don't have positive intentions. Their intentions are to have sex with women that don't really want to have sex with them. Um, That's part- pretty much the motivation <laughs> for everything. Right. <laughs> and, and part two, it doesn't matter whether their intentions are positive or not. Like, if Intent I in- doesn't matter. It really doesn't. If I intend to help you by, like, I don't know, washing your favorite sweater... And oops, I shrunk it in the dryer. Although reverse that because it's my husband who shrinks my sweaters. Because <laughs> uh, we do fit that stereotype, but mostly because he feels that all clothes should be able to be washed and dried, and he doesn't own any clothes. Uh, he goes out of his way to not own any clothes, for which that isn't the case. Um, but I don't. <laughs> but anyway, if I wash your favorite sweater and I shrink it, my intentions were totally positive. But the result, which is what actually matters, is totally negative. Yeah. And what's interesting about this, uh, these are probably the same people that wish the planet were an actual meritocracy. Oh, my God. They would be mighty disappointed if that were actually the case. (laughs) Yeah. Because they think they're smarter than, like, every woman and about 90% of the men. Did, uh, have you listened to the Less Than or Equal To with Kiva on it? I did. Uh, well, there's the part where she talks about how she, like, actually ventured into 8chan. Hmm. And was like, like these are depressing people. (laughs) Like they're they're frustrated at the world for you know whatever reason. You know maybe they're also an artist and they feel like she's getting attention because she is a woman, Mm. as opposed to the greatness of her content and someone just finally someone of note finally noticing it. And it's just yeah, it's just it. It is a direction for their frustration, but it's just, you're just not a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some people, when they see somebody else succeeding at something that they also want to do, try harder. Other people try to tear that person down. The second group sucks. Yes. They just suck. So try not to suck, okay? Like, if you're a man or a woman, because, you know, we do bad stuff too, uh, and you're at a tech conference, or 
anywhere else on the planet where there are other people. Just try not to be an asshole, okay? It's really not that hard. If no. you If you have to think of something to say, maybe you should just not participate. Yeah, you could just not. Yeah. Not... In, and you're honestly, by not saying something that might be stupid, it's, uh, what is that quote from, I think, uh, a guy who wrote Tom Sawyer. Oh my God. What's his name? Oh my God. Mark Twain. Yes. Thank you. Um, it is better to remain silent than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. And <laughs> yes, I think that's, that's one a of great those, one. I think that's one of the famously mis- misattributed ones, but like my mom used to say that all the time and I thought that was so great and it's so true. Yeah. If all that comes out of your mouth is stupid, harassing nonsense, maybe shut the fuck up. It's okay. Hey men, it's okay to shut the fuck up. You don't actually need to be talking all the time, especially if women are talking. You can just listen. I wonder what the ratio of our airtime is for this episode. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be a lot of me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never calculated it because I'm super lazy, but I'm thinking, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a pretty great tutorial. See what I'm doing? Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It actually, uh, that's kind of funny. It actually is. So, so, hey, dudes, be like Joe. It's too bad that doesn't rhyme. It'd be better if it rhymed. I'm sorry. I'll change my name for the show. I don't. I don't know to what. Um, yeah, what rhymes with? I like Ike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>